0: Well, not me. I'm, I'm easy to love. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Well, let's get into the Word of God tonight. God's going to show us some good things. Everybody stand up together. Let's let's pray over the Word. You know, A lot of people say, well, why are you doing everything just like Brother Moore? Well, I figure there's a reason God told him to do things, huh? You know, I, I've been stupid before and, and asked questions like that. Why do they do it that way? And then I realize, oh, God told them. You know, God told him that's a good thing to do. Amen? Amen? Amen. Thank you, Lord. Father God, we thank you for your word, Lord. And we ask that you help us tonight to see it exactly how you would want us to see it, to, to, to receive it. As it's given, Lord, help help it to bring life and healing to every person in this room, every person in Sarasota, every person that would watch tonight. Lord, we pray for your presence. We pray that the Holy Spirit would be in control of this service, Lord. We yield ourselves to you to do and, and to do those things which, that, that you want to do, because we know they're good. We ask for anointing and utterance and revelation, Lord. And we receive in advance the goodness and the good things that you have for us. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. And we're expecting, Lord, we're expecting because we know you're good. In Jesus' name, amen. You can be seated. Thank you, Lord. Well, let's open up our Bibles to Proverbs 4, verse 23. We're going to look at some. We're look at healing tonight. We're not just going to look at it; we're going to expect it. Amen. You know, um, healing was on God's heart because when He sent Jesus, Jesus came down and started healing. Amen. That was. I mean, you look at the ministry of Jesus. He spent a whole bunch of time in the healing ministry. So that's God's heart. It's not just His will. You know, everybody says, Ah, it's God's will. It's God's will. It's God's will. It's God's, will. It's God's heart. Yeah. It's God's heart. It's what He wants. Yeah. yeah. yeah how would you like it if your kids say, I'm doing it because it's my Father's will? <laughs> I want my kid to say, My dad likes that. Yeah. Huh? Amen. And you know, sometimes that's what you need to say about God. God just likes that. It makes Him happy. That's what He dreamed of for you. Amen? Amen? And what He wanted was us to be well. He wanted us to have those things that are purchased and bought for us in advance. Amen? Proverbs 4 and verse 23. Look at it at the Young's Literal. It says, Above every charge... In other words, He's talking to His Son. At the start of this, He's talking to His Son. He says, My Son. Pay attention my words. But at the, at, at, in this verse, He says, Above everything else that I've told you, above every charge... In other words, nothing else I've told you is more important than this. Yeah. This, and this is important, guys, you know, because a lot of times you just pass, because I think in the King James, what's it say? Go backwards. Keep thy heart with all diligence. The Young's literal is a very literal transla- translation. And he says, above every charge, keep your heart. Why, why would he say that? He tells you why he would say that. For out of it are the outgoings of life. What's going on in your life is coming out of your heart. <laughs> some people are going, hey, and some people are going, ooh. <laughs> huh? You know, the good news is you can control what's in it. Right. And you can control what what you put in it, so that way what comes out of it will be controlled also. Amen? Amen? But, but so many times it's not... What we put in it, it's, it's how we put it in. We, we put it in in, in in religious tradition or we put it in in, in excuses why we can't have that or excuses, and we fill ourselves up with religion instead of with Jesus. Amen? And, and you got yourself so full of excuses why you have to fail that you forgot love never does. Amen? And, and if we keep our heart then we don't have to have that happening in our life. You know, we've, we've made healing hard at times. But, but how many times in the Bible do you read about healing being hard? You know, I, was, I went through it. I've been, I've been going through this all week or even longer, actually, looking for a time where healing was hard. You know, the hardest one I really found was where the blind guy, he went up and he laid hands on him. He said, I see men as trees. And so he said, no, nope, not good enough. Laid hands on him again, <laughs> saw everything good that's still not hard how many know that was moments not weeks not years but but you know is it god that made this hard or is it us that makes it difficult because i don't think god changes the way he was with jesus is the way he is with us and so many times people say well i don't believe in that he you know that doctrine that says he's jesus he can do those things but yet do you you know, we need to examine ourselves in everything that we believe and everything we hear. Because we want to make sure we're hearing it right. Because the Bible's true. It's not fables. It's not stories. It's, it's truth. Everything that's in it happened. When it said Jesus went into cities and healed all the sick, huh? guess how many got healed? And, and, and it's not a pipe dream. And, and and we can't write it off to that's just jesus well that was jesus it, it's time for those things to happen now it, it's not time for us to think about being healed for weeks and years it's time for us to be healed now right. Right. amen right. but we've got to get re- you know people say well I know I've been trying to get healed and I got I don't know what else to do that's that that's an excuse right there why? Because if you don't know what else to do, you're still looking at things to do. Absolutely. There's nothing else to do. Right? What what was the what was if you go through and look at the people, most of the people got healed by Jesus, the one thing they all had in common was they believed. Yes. Right. Right? right? They believed. Definitely. Like kids they believed. Amen. Like children they believed. Look at look at Matthew eighteen. You know, I was uh, talking to Shelly Jones this week. I don't know if she's in here, but she was telling me a testimony because actually uh, Jill had missed a day of work. I'm telling on her. But we were talking about ear ear infections and things like that, and how God heals them. He heals Jill too. But he, she was talking about how she, when she was a little girl, she had an ear. She had her her ear hurt really bad, and and she was laying on the couch. I think she said, and "If I tell the story wrong, she can if you find her, she can retell it to you." but I know the (laughs) punchline. Amen. So she's laying on the couch, and her ears hurt, and her mom simply walks up to her, and her mom can tell you too, and says, do you believe Jesus would heal you? And you know, she was a little girl. She said, I think she said she was five or something like that. Maybe, I don't know how old, but a little girl. And you know what her answer was? Yes. You know, if you ask adults that today many might just say yes and but many might say well they believe that he could but when she said yes she not be- she wasn't just believing that he could she believed he would yes. that's a heart difference Amen. that's a heart difference in other words there's no other hindrances in her there's nothing else that he that that has to get that i he would has to get past Right? Many times when we say yes, then that yes has to get past five tons of tradition to get to truth. Amen? Amen. And, and, and people say, I don't have any tradition. You know what? You hope you don't. You know? And I think that's great. But I think our minds think traditionally. They think traditionally. Why? Because they think with what they've seen. Children's minds don't think that way. When I was, when Ramsey was, well, she must have been in school or at least in preschool, I told stories <laughs> and they may not have been, oh, let me give you the punchline of Shelley's story. She said, uh, or else I'll forget to get back to that. She said yes immediately and, and her mom said, well, just, wrote, just say his name. And she rolled over and I think she said she began to say his name, fell asleep woke up and has never had an ear problem since then. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. That's what God does. It, it, this shouldn't be a process where she woke up and said, oh, my ear hurts. And her mom said, well, yeah, because sometimes you need to take more time with these things. How much time do we want to take with sickness? Right, right. It, it's an irritation that we don't have to put up with, and but yet so many times we do. We put up with it. And anything you'll put up with will stay. That's right. You know, as long as I'm getting a little better, I'm okay. You know, if it takes three weeks, I'm okay. I don't I'm tired of three weeks. Huh? I'm tired of reports of this this was cancer, it was gone, now it's back. No, it's time to go. How many know that there is nothing too big for our God? And this isn't just Dave saying this. This is truth. And see, when you say that to a kid, they believe it. All of a sudden, they believe what you just said. Why? Because they were born to believe. Do you realize we were born to believe? We have to be taught unbelief. Kids believe everything you say. I'll go back to what I was talking about with Ramsey. She was four or five, just started preschool or school. And when we were in the car, I used to say things we'd pass like Taco Bell or Kentucky Fried Chicken. And I'd say, I remember when me and old Tommy started Taco Bell and and Kentucky Fried Chicken so many years ago. Well, she heard me say that. Guess what? She believed it. She went to school, told her class, I started Taco Bell. Why? Kids believe this is what they do. And her father told her it was true. In her mind, don't don't do that. By the way, that was actually a lie. Okay, it seemed fun at the time, and it's funny now, so I'm okay. And it worked out. It worked out. But but the, but this is what kids believe when they're told something. They believe it's truth. When you when they when you ask a kid something about God or tell them something about him, that's what they'll believe. Amen? Did we go to Matthew? Is that where we were going? Matthew 18, verse 3. It says, Verily I say unto you, except you be converted and become as little children. Notice He didn't say children. Why? Because as you grow, you learn unbelief. Right? He doesn't want you to become an older children. He wants you to be a little children. In this way. don't say I'm not saying He doesn't want you to mature, but in your thought life, in how you receive from Him, you need to remain childlike all of your life. If He says it, it's true. If He says I'm healed, then by golly, I'm healed. I don't have to think about this anymore. I'm going to roll over, wake up, and it's gone. Amen? Amen? Because if he says that it's true. We've got to keep that childlike because he says you can't enter into the kingdom of heaven. What's he really saying? He said you can't see it. It's too wonderful for you if you can't think like a kid. It's true, because kids can think of any... If you tell them, you told your kid today, man, we are going to have a party today. We're going to put candy all over your walls and glue it to you. And we're going to fill balloons with ice cream. And we're going to hang them from the ceiling. And, and you can have all your friends over and then some that aren't friends. And we'll fill up the house. And, all the, and we're going to give you money and, and toys. And, and you tell them stuff that's too wonderful to happen, and they'll believe it. And they'll come home looking for the balloons full of ice cream and the candy on the walls, and they'll have friends with them. Why? Because they you can't get too wonderful for them. And that's what we have to do with God. It can't be too wonderful. It can't be too simple. He is wonderful. He is good. He wants us to have His best. He doesn't want you to go weeks and months and, and toil. And, and people say, what about Paul. That's not sickness. Paul was in the ministry and he had a tough ministry. But you know what Paul never did? Quit. Amen. 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 And he didn't spend a lot of time sick either, did he? I don't even remember reading any time where he was sick. And people say, well, what about his eyes? He got beat up. (laughs) And they healed fast. Why? Because God quickened his body. You get a stone thrown in your face, see if your eyes swell up a little bit. Huh? That's not sickness, that's bruise. Amen. Amen? God paid the price so we did not have to suffer sickness and disease. And He said, above all things, watch what you put in your heart. Put things that, that are truth about that. Every day you should put something in your heart about you being healed. Well, what if you're not sick? You're still healed. Yeah, right. yeah but I'm not sick. Well, good, you're healed. You know, if you're not sick, you know what you are? Healed. Right? There's no place in between. You know, there's not a semi-sick or a semi-healed. You're healed or you're sick. Amen? But if you got that childlike faith... To where you you see things the way God says them, and if God said, se- in other words, God can't lie. It's just like Ramsey saying I own Taco Bell. Why? Because I couldn't lie. That's Dad. If he said it, that's true. Dad, you got to watch what you say, don't you? <laughs> don't tell your kids you own Taco Bell. Because I do not. I, <laughs> I don't know who owns Taco Bell, but I like them a lot. I'm real happy with them. but except we be converted and come as a little child. In other words, if you're going to remain the way you are and stay where you're at and try to understand how wonderful God is, you don't have the mindset. Why? You're too smart. You're too smart. (laughs) Right? You're too smart. Smart people think themselves out of God's goodness all the time. Right? Right? If they, if they get up off the healing line and they don't feel any different than they felt before they started, they immediately start questioning. They, 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 why, why do you got a question? Well because you know, you know what you want to know. Why do you want to know? Why, why do you want to question? Huh? <laughs> I go over to <laughs> why do Why are we looking for a reason to not be healed? when the Word says, you are. Right. Right. Amen? Yes, and, and one reason is because we have a that was Jesus mentality. Sure, Jesus can lay hands on the sick and they recover, but some other guy, he's going to lay hands on half of them and they're going to recover. I don't want to lay hands on half of them and recover. I want to lay hands on all the sick and all the sick recover. Amen? Yes. Amen? Yes. That's what Jesus did. He's our example right is he our example (laughs) I like this I haven't even gotten past my second scripture and I like it God's going to show us how good how wonderful he is that's how you receive from him because you know how wonderful he is you know how much he wants you to have it why did Ramsey believe or any child would they believe of all those wonderful things you tell them because they believe you want them to have it as much as they would enjoy it and that's what we have to believe with God. If God says, I sent Jesus, and the stripes on His back purchased your healing, yeah. it paid so that you did not have to be sick. People say, well, you got to be sick. But no. <laughs> no. No. But see, those are some of those things we've let in our heart. Why? Because we've seen contrary things. Because, you know, you'll have people say, well, that's not my experience. Then your experience is not God's experience. Which do you want? Yours or His? His is healing, yours is sickness. We traditionalize His Word by by putting our spin on it. His Word was perfect. It it doesn't need our spin it was good before it started it'll be good when it's gone when we're gone it'll be good forever and ever and it will work as, like it was created to work the minute he spoke it i don't think light argued with him right i don't think god will i don't think he said light be light you know what it probably does not want to today we'll we'll try tomorrow we're we're waiting on manifestation of light. No, if we believe childlike, a child believes when you say when God said light be, that's exactly what they see. Light was, and and we still all believe that. Amen. Salvation, we believe it just like we should. When when you invite Jesus into your life, when you when you come to Him and say I I need you. Uh, be my lord and savior i mean i remember when i was seven years old and i'm sitting in that baptist church and and i'm coloring on the program and i'm and i'm irritating my mom and and i hear half the service but at the end of the service they give an altar call and i feel in my heart i need to be up there and the next thing i know without me even thinking I'm walking down that aisle all by myself. I didn't say, oh, mom, come with me, mom, come with me. I walked down that aisle all by myself at seven years old. That's the Lord. And I received my salvation. And from that day forward, I don't care what kind of position I got in, and don't, don't get me wrong, I got into some sorry ones. Nobody could have told me I wasn't saved. From that day forward. And I did some stupid things i mean i'm i don't even need to go into it fact is stupid was probably too nice for some of the things i did amen okay. but but when i went forward i was saved amen and when you went forward you were saved and we believe that and nothing can change that unless you get some well-meaning person to say well were you are you sure? And then they'll bring out five verses that don't fit. Amen. And 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 that's not going to help you. And it's going to lead you into tradition. And if you believe it just like it is, healing works the exact same way. When you believe in for God to heal you, it, it wasn't He didn't whip up a batch of healing at that time, just like He didn't whip up a batch of salvation at that time. Salvation was pre-bought for you. Jesus bought it years and years ago. Right? Hung on a cross. Paid the price for all our sins. Defeated the devil in his own turf. Rose again victorious. And now is seated at the right hand of the Father, ever making intercession for me and you. Our salvation is sure. Amen? The only way you get out of it is you want out of it. I ain't seen too many people that stupid that's as good a word as i can That that be dumb amen healing's the same way he took the stripes on his back he defeated the enemy he, We we are, we are as healed as we are saved why is that so hard for us to receive our childlike faith receives our salvation but healing you got to get past your head you got to get past your head. Some people got to get past their head in, their, in salvation. Don't get me wrong. I have people call and say, I just don't know if I'm saved. And I'm like, wonder why the devil would have you question that. <laughs> why would he? I mean, if you weren't saved, I bet the devil would leave you alone. Right? But if you were saved, I bet he'd say, I wonder if you're saved. Yeah. I mean, there's no other reason to question that. Right? Because if you're not saved, the devil doesn't need to make you question whether you're saved because you're not. Right? Anytime the devil brings up a question, be sure you have it already. So if the devil says you're not healed, you need to be certain that you are. Right. Come on. Right? You say, well, but you still got the pain. No. Pain has to go. Yes. It came with the sickness and the sickness is going and the pain's going with it. Yes. Yes. Amen? Amen? And and that that's but that's where you have to take your childlike faith. And you've got, you got to believe in things too wonderful for your adult head to imagine. Why? Because you've seen too much. You've looked at too many different ways. I have, you have. You know, we, look, we read the Bible, and, and the further you go in life, you really have to purpose to know it's the Word of God. Yes. Because you're reading too many other things that aren't. So you go from this to this, and here's the Bible, and, and all of a sudden. The Bible becomes one of these stories. It's not a story. It's the Word of God. It's living and active. If you put it in your heart, it will cause health. Right? Isn't that what Proverbs 4? It's life to those who find it and health to all your flesh. The Word of God is living and active and will create health in your body. That's why I say, don't go a day without it. Don't go a day without it. Put it in every day. It's your protection from sickness and disease. It's not just there so you can fight sickness and disease. It's there so you don't have to fight sickness and disease.
1: That's
0: right. But it, thank God it's there when you do. Because when you do, and you stand on the Word, you'll get healed. You'll be healed. I mean, you won't get healed, you'll be healed. Because that's who we are. We're still Matthew, aren't we? It says, whoever, in verse 4, it says, "...whoever therefore shall humble himself..." What what, what do you mean humble yourself? Too many Christians don't need a Savior anymore. (laughs) Too many Christians, they don't need a Savior. Well, you know, God, God does this and God does that. You need God. You need God every day. You needed a Savior when you got saved, and you need a Savior today just the way you needed Him when you got saved. Right? That's why He's at the right hand of God forever making intercession for you. And me. Why? Because I need it. Thank God He is. Because He's forever my bridge to the Father. Glory to God. Thank God I have that bridge. But you got to humble yourself and and have the realization just like a little kid. He's everything. He's everything. I don't care what I learn in the Word. God is everything. If, if I know nothing else except He's good and He's everything... He loves me and He wants the best for me. And if I don't know any other scriptures except for I know that I know that He's good, I can receive from Him on a daily basis. You know, sometimes we got so much word and we're we're spewing it out of our mouths, but it never came from our heart. We stored it up here. It didn't have faith to go with it. Word without faith is powerless. Amen? Amen? Powerless in your life anyway. Right? you got to humble yourself and, and and look at things the way a kid looks at them. Right? If a kid needs something, what do they do? They go to dad and mom. And, and guess what? They expect to get it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They A little kid, I'm not talking about once they get old enough to say, oh, mom, dad, and I know I don't probably deserve it, but I'd really like this. No, I'm talking about the little kids that come up excited because they saw it in a magazine and said, get me one of these, get me one of these, get me one of these. Can I, can I, can I, can I, can I, can I, mom? Ha ha huh, yeah. Right, and they're expecting to get it. And when we come to God and we see in His Word that He healed them all and that He sent His Word and He healed them, we say, God, can I, can I, can I, yeah, thank you. You got this for me? This is so wonderful. This is so amazing. This is mine. And we realize we don't have to fight to get what He wants us to have. What what is happening is our own traditions and the devil and and well-meaning people are are putting obstacles in the way of our faith because they're teaching us. They're teaching us with... Words that aren't real like, He was Jesus. He can do that. Right. And sometimes it's not His will to heal. Right? And may, Maybe uh, I used to have people tell, if, you, if you're never sick, how will you die? <laughs> you just leave? Yeah, yeah, just leave. You don't even have to be sick. It's, it's, a, it's a thing. You can just go. Right? But these are doctrines. I mean, these are in the church. You've you got to be sick to die. Why? Why? You should, kids wouldn't even believe that. Kids say, on oh, then I'm never dying. That's what they tell you. Well, then I'm never dying because I'm not being sick. I don't like it and I'm not doing it. And that's exactly what a kid would say. And he'd stomp off and say, forget that. Yeah, right. It's childlike faith. Why, why does he think he can say that? Because he believes that God's good. He trusts God. He believes that God could not lie to him. That's all God's asking from us. That He could not, would not lie to us. Amen? Amen? Thank you, Lord. He's helping us tonight. Look at Matthew 9. Let's look at some instances of healing. You know, while you're turning there, um, go to uh, let them you guys go to Matthew 9. Go to Acts 28. Uh, 28. Twenty-eight, eight. you remember in Acts 28 Paul's on the island of Malta and he got bit by the snake and he shook it off and they're all waiting for him to die telling him, he must be a murderer that guy, that's one, that dude's one bad dude he must have done everything in the world wrong shipwrecked gets to the island trying to get warm gets bit by a snake man the, he, he's, got, he's got some bad stuff happening and he shook it off and, and then he didn't die and so now he's not bad he's a god right? <laughs> now they believe he's a god and so it came to pass that, uh, that uh, pub, Publius, I guess is his name. Oh, Publi. He, he's given him a place to say. But his dad, his dad is laying at home sick with a fever, and I have no idea what bloody flux is. But you know what? You don't want that. It don't sound good. You know what? King James should have found another word. Because that's not a pretty one right there. That's not a pretty word. And I'm not sure what it is, but we are not having that. I'm sure that we're redeemed from that in the curse. Amen? And so Paul goes in and prays. What do you figure he pray? Praise. Ask God to help him. Lays hands on him and heals him. And You know, I don't see anywhere above this, and you guys can look at it and see if I'm wrong, where all these people got saved. I, I don't see that. He's healing a bunch of unsaved people. Well, I wonder why they're getting healed. Because they're believing. That the, This guy gets healed, and then look in the next verse. <laughs> so when this was done, man, everybody on the whole island, shoot, there's healing happening over there. That's kid-like faith. What? There's good stuff happening. Let's get in line. Right? See, when stuff like that starts happening here, we say, ooh, I wonder if I could have some. They didn't wonder, they went to get it. It's not time to wonder, it's time to be like the kid and say trick or treat. No, no, we don't want to use sorry. Sorry. Treat or treat. Yeah. Yeah, we don't we don't talk about that. Sorry. I went back in my mind to elementary school when it was just about candy. So that's all I gotta say about that. glory to God this this is an instance of how good our God is and when a kid reads this all he sees is that God just loved them and all he was doing was showing them love they were sick healing was there and they believed because they saw this they believed and they said give me some of that amen you know, we get testimonies weekly of people get healed. We ought to have a, a we ought to have a rush of people coming here. Say, so I heard this person got healed here. I want mine. Yeah, that's yes, right. yes. But see, people are talking themselves out of it by religious tradition and many reasons. Well, I don't have to go to that church to get healed. I get healed right here in my bedroom. Are you? <laughs> no. Why? That's pride. It's spiritual pride. If you won't humble yourself and say, God, what do I need to do? And, he may, and you say, well, you, you weren't supposed to say that? If you're in pride, you need to do something. He can't do anything for you. Amen? Amen. If, you're, <laughs> if you're saying, well, I don't need nobody to lay hands, on, lay hands on me. I don't need to believe that or believe it. You need to do something. Because what you're doing ain't faith. So, and you know, people say that all the time. So I'm in faith. I don't know why I'm not healed. You know, that's like saying I heard from God. I got to go. I'm I'm leaving. Once you say I heard from God, there's nothing anybody can say to you, because the next sentence says you didn't hear from God. If somebody says, "I don't need that," or "I I, I you know," th- th- basically you're you're at a loss right there. You can no longer be of help to them. What? Until they can humble themselves and become like a little child and say, you got something, I want that. I want that. I don't know where I missed it. don't care where I missed it. Little kids don't care where they missed it. No, no. Right? They can miss it, get in trouble an hour later, be asking for something something brand new. Right? Yeah, and they won't even say, Dad, I, I know that I put a ding in your car, but can I have a bike? They'll say, Dad, can I have a bike? They'll, they won't even, they'll forget about the ding in the car. Why? They still believe you're good and that you love them. They're not looking for a reason not to have it. Religious tradition is a reason not to have God's best. Amen. It's a reason that it's, that, that mature Christians get. <laughs> We're going to be immature Christians tonight. <laughs> In this way, <laughs> well, let's say be innocent when it comes to evil and wise when it comes to good, or so, or vice versa. No, that's right. Yeah. Wise when it comes to good, innocent when it comes to evil. You're right? We're going to be wise when it comes to good, and we're going to humble ourselves, and we're going to say, God, I know you're good, and I've held you back, I've hindered you from having your dream in my life. You wanted me well, you know? Because we'll put up a little pain. Oh, I got arthritis in that knee, you know? I, you know, I played football too many years. No, that's an excuse to have arthritis in your knee. God, god will tell you that he can heal that knee right. whatever it's missing he can you know he can quicken your body did you know your body is at work fighting to be healthy all day long yeah. your very body is the your white blood cells there's there's like five of them one of them the first one is a guard i told you guys i'm a professor the first one is a guard. And he go, if he sees something that's not right, he goes and tells the next one. And, and it goes all the way down the line where there's major fighters and they come out and, and they reproduce quickly to overcome whatever's coming against you. God created your body. Why does He say, I'll quicken your mortal body? Because your body was created to heal itself. He's good. He's, but see, we don't learn those things because those are too wonderful to know. If you told a kid that, that your body just heals itself, the kid would say, oh, wow, that's cool. And adults say, I don't feel it. <laughs> if, it's, if it's supposed to heal itself, it ain't working right. <laughs> I'm not talking about you guys. Somebody else. Guys, here's, here's the truth. We have to keep this real all the time all the time we have to become like little children and receive it just that way that there's nothing you can that there's no one and nothing that can talk you out of the reality of jesus christ of the goodness of god of how wonderful he is and how much he'll do for you kids will pray for anything adults will talk themselves out of it oh that's that's too big oh, don't ask for that what's wrong with you you couldn't use all that if you had it kids don't care they want three bags of candy they'll use it eventually (laughs) i've never had any problem using three bags of candy (laughs) where'd we go matthew isn't that cool though in acts do you guys you guys see a reason other than love that that happened they honored Paul. They honored him. They gave him a place to stay. But God honored them back. Showed them some love. Healed dad and then all of a sudden the whole, the whole island's like, hey, I want some of that. And that's that childlike faith. And that, that's what we should do. We should run to him. We should run to him. When we see other kids having fun, that's what kids do. If they see something fun going on here, they run to there. They don't go, I, that ain't for me. I'm not supposed to have that kind of fun. That's for those God's will people. It's His will that they have fun, not His will that I have fun. God, God doesn't lie to anybody. And He's never changed. Amen? Matthew 9, 28. <clears throat> it says, when He came into the houses, this is the blind, the blind man, this is the story of the The two blind men that are chasing him down, there's a master, master, and people try to get him to be quiet. He said, have mercy on me. You know, and uh, so he finally gets to the house. The blind men are still there. Jesus said unto them, do you believe I can do this? What's their answer? Yes. 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 Guess what? Right answer. Not only did they say yes, they meant yes. Right, there was no other thing involved there except yes. Amen. It wasn't yes. Now let's see if you can. Yeah. Right, because we got a lot of people say yes, and they say, okay, let's try it now. No, <laughs> yes is yes. Yeah. Leave it at yes. Yeah. Don't try it because now you don't. Now you don't know if it works. If you're trying something, you don't know if it works. Yeah. Right, yeah. faith works faith in the name of Jesus Christ works if you if, if, if you say I believe you are able to do this then the next thing is done yep. right well just look at what happened they said yes Lord and he touched their eyes and said according to your faith yes, right. what, what happened? their faith was proven Amen. the power was all already there. Right. if they'd have said maybe their faith would have never been proven why because they had no faith? There, that, that verse right there proves their yes. It proves what was in their heart. Because you know if they wouldn't have got healed and they said, well, I had faith, I don't know why I didn't get healed. they didn't have faith. <laughs> right? Yep. Think about we've been uh, brother Moore's been going over the story of Peter walking on the water, right? Peter had faith. The other 11 didn't. they're sitting in the boat. Peter's the man. Right? he's the only one there outside of jesus that had any faith he got out of the boat the rest of them were cowering behind the boat none of, none of the rest of them said jesus i want to walk on the water only peter peter had faith it was little faith but he had faith and it was childlike faith why because jesus peter said master if it's you tell me to come out there to you and jesus said one word come when, you, when, when your master says come, and you got childlike faith, you do what he says right. without reservation. Right. But then he got smart. Dang it! We gotta quit getting smart. We gotta quit knowing that you can't walk on the water if it's windy. We got to we 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 have to quit knowing that, right? The wind is what stopped him, obviously, from walking on the water. But see, that's what smart does. You know what? He was right scientifically, wasn't he? The wind and the the laws of physics and everything else were against him. Gravity, all that was against him. I mean, he could have wrote a thesis paper on it. Or he could have been in the Bible for walking on the water. Right? Keep your childlike faith. Don't just begin with it, end with it. Amen? Childlike faith receives, it's got huge hands. (laughs) It's got huge hands. You know, you get a kid, you tell a kid to get all they want out of a bucket. (laughs) Yeah, you tell an adult, they'll go. (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: man this is jesus he he did it all so you could have it all yes. if he says how much you want say all, all. all. amen all right. it, 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 what, what if what if these people would have said well sure you're able to do it but we don't we don't need all of our sight can we have one eye You know, because you don't want to ask too much of the father. How many parents in here, if your kids ask for, for sight in both eyes, you'd say, Ah now now. no! you only need one eye. No. Why good parents don't do that? And they know their kids want it all. And they want it all for their kids more than their kids want it all. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. This this is what when, when it comes to healing, he holds nothing back. He's holding nothing back from us. He desires the pain in your toe to be gone. That's right. Amen? You say, Well, that's just a pain in my toe. That's that's too smart. If you told a little kid a pain in his toe could be gone, he'd say, Oh, thank you. I don't like it. And he'd let it be gone. Right? Thank you, Lord. He's helping us tonight. There was one place, Matthew 13, there's one place that he went and they were too smart in his own hometown. He went to his hometown. Could have had the same kind of meetings he was having all over the place. Matthew 13, verse uh, 57 this is the other hindr- one of the other hindrances to receiving your healing or receiving anything from God. They were offended in Him. Why? Well, this is just Jesus. This is just Jesus. You know what? Anytime you step up in a healing line or you sit in a church where somebody's praying and believing God with you and you say, well, that Dave or Brother Moore was praying. No. This is God offering healing right now. Do you want it? Do you want it? This is God. It's it's God offering healing. Don't say, oh, it's just Dave. He's kind of crazy that way. He thinks everybody can be healed. (laughs) Been thinking that way since he was 20-some years old. Should have been thinking that way since he was 7-some years old. Huh? They were offended. You know what offense equals? Unbelief. Offense and unbelief are equal to one another. Says they were un, they were offended with him because he was just Jesus. We just saw his brother the other day. His mom's married. You know well, he's no healer. He's just Jesus. Well, you got two two ditches there, don't you? You got the just Jesus crowd and the he's Jesus crowd, and they're both in the ditch, right? <laughs> he said, "Say there's no prophets without honor in his own country and his own house." Verse fifty-seven. And he did, not, he did not many mighty works here because of why? Unbelief. Offense and unbelief are the same thing. If you, if you get offended, you're too smart for God because God told you not to get offended for any reason, at any time, for any length of time. People say, well, you don't know what they did, and He said this, and I, and I know He was talking about me, and this happened. Hey, stop! Are you going to change anything by being offended? Most of the time, the person you're offended at does not know, right? And you're going to suck on that candy of offense until it's the candy of bitterness, right? And and guess what? You can eat that candy all day long, and the only thing that's hurting is you. Amen? Amen? Offense equals unbelief. That's when God can do no mighty works. Tradition and offense. What what was their tradition? Their tradition was we know Him. Too familiar. Too familiar. Right? That's why, you know, Brother Moore said this early on when I was teaching prayer. He said, unanswered prayer hurts faith. We need to watch just praying. You're not just praying. If you can't get faith and pray... Then don't, because you're getting ready to hurt the person you're praying for. Amen. We we need to be in faith, and and we need to know that the person you're praying for is in faith. Right? You, you notice Jesus never asked him, "Can I get you in faith?" <laughs> no, he he didn't ask these people that in his own hometown. Ah, you just really, I want to get you in faith so I can help you. No, he had faith. They had none. They were in unbelief. If somebody comes to you in faith, you should immediately be in faith to pray with them, and immediate results should come from this. Why? Because God's good. He never lies, and He never withholds from His children. Amen? Amen? Now don't get me wrong, your faith may be at this level. God will work with you where your faith is. But why not come back to this childlike faith? Why don't we we back up just a little bit and get away from some of that stuff we know and just believe how good He is? Just believe how many times He said, it's My will for you to be well. How The, the day He went to the, to the whipping post and took those stripes on His back so you could be healed, so I could be healed. Redemption's plan for our salvation was whole. Amen? And if we we'll look at that if, if, as a little kid, say, this is in the plan. Everything that you'll ever need, everything that you'll ever desire, everything that i am is yours and a little kid will say all right and an adult will say i just don't know if i can believe that it's too good exactly it's not too good for children but it's too good for smart people i want to be like a kid i don't want it to ever be too much too good he is so wonderful he is so good. He is so kind. He is. He is love, and everything he has towards us is out of this love. Amen. It has the. It ha, It is impossible for what he has for us to fail. Amen. But it is very possible for us to fail what he has for us. Amen? Amen. But but if we look at it like the little kid, we can have it. Amen. It's good stuff. I like I like this a lot. I'm really enjoying this. Look at uh, Mark 7, 13. Hindrances to healing. We're going to get rid of them. How, how you get rid of them, just be like a little kid. Be like a little kid. If God says, I can have it, I can have it. No. Well, you had not been good today. You know what? A little kid don't care. No. Five minutes after he's been bad, he'll be asking for more candy. Yeah. He'll be asking. He'll, he'll, if he can't get it from dad, he'll go get it from mom. He don't. He don't care. He he knows there's good stuff in there, and he's gonna get it. Amen. Matthew 7:13 says, "Thus." Uh, look at the amplified version of this. It says, "Thus." Amplified. This is a good version, though. That's a good. That's a great verse too, right there. <laughs> Mark 7:13. I think yeah, that's what we're looking. For. There we go. Thank you, guys. Thus, you are... I I threw a curve. They hit it. It just took them a while. It was a hanger. Thus, you are nullifying and making void and of no effect the authority of the Word of God through your tradition, which you in turn hand on. Who do you pass that down to? Your children. And anybody else that will listen? You don't want to pass down tradition to your kid. You tell them how good God is every day and how he heals every time yeah. and how he's never failed anybody that came to him and he never will and you pass those things down you don't pass this junk down right you know of course they were they they had made a new law uh, so that they could give money that was designated for their parents to somebody else or keep it themselves right something like that but what they what he's really saying is anything in your life that overrides the truth of God's word God's Word's true. Right? So if it says, by whose stripes you were healed, that's more true than anything else you'll come up with. And and, and if you say, well, yeah, but I didn't experience that. That doesn't make that Word less true. True. Right? Right. And a little kid would just experience it. And if he didn't, he'd keep reaching in and grabbing for more. Right? He wouldn't say... I guess I'm just not supposed to have that. (laughs) Well, it's not God's will to heal everybody. Used to be.
1: Amen. Come
0: on. When did that change? Huh? Well, sometimes He does and sometimes He doesn't. Sometimes He says yes. Sometimes He says no. And sometimes He says maybe. You guys know where that verse is, right? (laughs) Not in the Bible. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. We want to be healed, right? Yeah. You know, and, and the thing about it is, is these people that would come to him, they would come to him, and 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 they would say, "Well, just let's just look at another one. Look at." Uh... Wow, well, it's eight fifteen already. Glory to God. Mark Mark one. I did like Brother Moore. I'm his pupil. I got enough notes here for a seminar <laughs> and and time for a message. And there came a leopard to him, beseeching him, and kneeling down to him, and saying unto him, "If you will, you can make me clean." Right? I mean, that's that's childlike faith. That's right. <laughs> it's like he's like, I know you. If you want to, I can be clean. <laughs> and the, the, the good part about this is, is you think, well, why didn't He just say, Jesus make me clean, instead of asking if He will? Because He's a kid. Sometimes kids ask questions. Because right. what they want to hear the answer. Right. And when He heard, I will, oh my gosh, His faith went through the roof. Right. Why? Because Jesus will. Yes. Jesus will. Yes. It, it was a childlike question. Nothing wrong with the question. He said, if you will, actually it was a statement. He said, if you will, you can make me clean. In other words, you, you're, you can't, you're, not, you're not gonna recreate me. You're gonna make me a clean person. Make me one. And, and Jesus said, and Jesus said, I will. He said, I will. Be thou clean. Why why did Jesus? He was moved with compassion. He was moved with love. What, 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 was, what was this person asking for? They were asking for healing. They got love. Amen? They wanted to be clean, and they got love. Compassion, love, and action. That's what it does. Um, and so he's, he's, asking, he's asking to be clean, and Jesus moved with compassion, put forth his hand, touched him, and said, I will be thou clean. Why did he say it that way? Because the man' faith said, you can make me clean. Jesus' words had to line up with the man's faith. The man's faith said, you can make me clean. Jesus said, be thou clean. He merely gave the child what he asked for. Amen? Amen? If you have childlike faith, you can get exactly what you asked for exactly the way you asked for it. Amen? Because he had it. He said, I will be thou clean and and you know that's the thing you know what are you gonna are you gonna speak to the leper what if he have said leprosy be gone people say well he's Jesus said have been gone he didn't say leprosy be gone he said be thou clean why because the guy asked him to make him clean right people say well that's awful legalistic no God was the one being legalistic he didn't tell the guy how to ask he merely answered him in a way he could receive God wants us to have it. You put your faith out there, He'll answer you in a way you can receive. Amen? Amen? He wants you to have it. If you say, give me my sight, He'll say, Get, uh, I see. Right? Amen. Why? He's going to line up with what you're asking for. He's smart. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Go to... How many people want to be well all the time? You know, what what we have to believe and never let go of is God's good. God's good. His Word is truth. What He spoke, He meant it exactly the way He said it. Right? He he didn't mean something else. He spoke it exactly the way he meant it. Amen. This is a big deal. Because the devil and religion and, and they want to talk you out of that. They want to talk me out of it. They want to talk me they want to talk me into this this is just a story. They want to make they want to get my mind involved. My mind needs to believe what my heart knows is true. And that's it. Your mind doesn't get to lead you. It gets to follow you. Right? We're we're led by our heart. That's where faith is. It's not in your head. Your head's pretty stupid, actually. It believes everything it sees. It believes everything it feels. It believes everything it smells. Right? It's led by its five senses. Your heart, full of the Holy Spirit, is led by God. It's led by the truth. And no matter what your body feels, the Word says you're healed. Amen? Right. Amen? Amen. People say, well, yeah, but I might feel that way. No, stop that. You might not feel that way. Because <laughs> first of all, it doesn't matter how you feel. Do you feel saved every day? What? what is, how does saved feel anyway? <laughs> We we want to hold on like a little kid to, to how good our God is, how good our Father is, how true Jesus is. If he said it and if he did it this way, that's the way it should happen. If he did it this way, that's the way it should happen. If, if I go to him, I can go to him at any time. I can pray for anything, and he'll give it to me. He'll give it to me. He's just that good. But you know the other thing about a kid, they have no ulterior motives. Right? People say, "Well, then you could just ask for a million dollars." No, ulterior, ulterior motives. Right? You want a million dollars so you can replace God. You Can't replace God with money. Money's a horrible god. Right? You could have God. You could have money for God all your life and go to hell. You could have no money and have God for your God and go to heaven. Right? Choose this day whom you will serve. But you could have God and have money. Right? If you have God first, you could have God and money. Glory to God. Why? Because He's so wonderful. He's so wonderful. He's he is you can as wonderful as you can imagine him, you haven't even come close. I haven't even come close. And that's what we gotta hold on to because that's the people that get immediate results. Why? Because they believe when they ask, He wants them to have it as much as they want it. Amen. Right. And, and and He wanted it so much that He purchased it in advance and He has it for them. Amen? Amen. There, and that's the other thing you've got to believe about God, that He has everything you ever ask for. Right? Yeah. Kids do. do. Ramsey still believes I have more than she'll ever need. In good land, she's 23. She'd be having her own job. She is having her own job. Praise God. Yes! One more month. Thank You, Lord. Glory to God. But the Lord helped us with that. I mean, why? Because He's good. You know, He cared about her and He supplied us with everything she would ever need. Amen? Amen? And thank God she still has that big vision. Not of her father Dave, of her father God. She believes he'll be good to her all the days of her life. And don't get me wrong, she's went places they've tried to talk her out of that. And she's probably got some stuff to fight now. She's probably got some hindrances. But she knows how to overcome those hindrances... Because she knows God's good. And that's what we're doing tonight. We're getting these things that are in our... You know, it says in Romans, it says, don't let somebody throw contrary and and obstacles in your way. Don't let them put something contrary to the Word that you know in your way. Hold on to the Word that you know. You know, at one time we all knew the Lord that healeth thee. How many people in here have been healed by God at one time in their life? Yeah, everybody in here knew that God at one time. Guess what? He hasn't changed. He hasn't changed. Let's look at this verse and then we'll close. Where did I say to go? Mark 5? Mark 1? Okay, well all those are wrong. Go to Luke. (laughs) Luke 17. How many people believe God's good? How How many people tonight are more encouraged on how good He is than you were before the service started? see that's what we're doing right now we're, we're, we're taking these hindrances and we're pushing them away why because we've let them in we've entertained thoughts that we shouldn't think why because they're contrary and they're obstacles to god's word they're a hindrance and and when we look at them like a little kid wait a second he's just wonderful and you, you can't say that without smiling you can't because you think about it and you're like wait God is just amazing. And he loves me and he's so wonderful and wants me to have all these things and he doesn't want me to have pain. He doesn't want me to have affliction. He doesn't want me to go through these things. And all I got to do is believe that he wants all those things. And he'll take care of me. Luke 17 As he entered into a certain village, verse 12, there met him ten men that were lepers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices, and they said, Jesus, Master. They're inviting Him into their life right there. Right? They're showing faith immediately. Why? They call Him Master. Right? Right? This, this, is, this is a child who knows who they're talking to, right? Yes. They know how to get where they're going. They want the big piece of candy. They don't want the little piece. <laughs> huh? They, they want the big piece of chocolate cake, right? They're, they're asking Daddy for something. huh? They, they've come with expectation. Why? They believed before they asked that this could happen. Amen? Amen? Right. And see, we're asking and then believing. They're believing and then asking. It's out of order. It's out of order. You believe and then you ask. You ask for what you believe. When you believe, when you believe and then ask, you get those things that you've asked of him. Yep. Right? Amen. If you ask and then believe, you've got to work on your own faith. Yeah. Why? Because you didn't have faith to start with. They already had faith. They said, Master, have mercy on us. What's it what are they saying? Pour your love into our life. We know you're good we know you're good you know a lot of people saying that they know they're bad no they're saying we know you're good when you ask god for mercy don't think you're bad think he's good mercies went the wrong direction people say the only reason you need mercy is if you've been bad no you need mercy every day because god's good mercy of god is a good and divine gift that we live in it. You're living in it right now whether you know it or not. Take your next breath. That's the mercy of God. Amen? Amen. 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 We're living in His mercy daily. Look, next verse. And when He saw them, He said unto them, Go show yourself the priest. Why didn't He just say be healed? They didn't ask to be healed. They asked for Him to show mercy on them. Did they? They didn't say take away our leprosy. They said show us mercy. He said, okay. You see, God knows how to answer His children in a way they can get what He wants them to have. This is a good lesson for parents. There is a way always to answer your children in order to to get to them what they need. Not just what they think they need, but everything they need. Amen? And, and, And in His answer, He said, He said, go show yourself as a priest. In other words, do something. Do something. And it came to pass, as they went, they were cleansed. Why? They did what Jesus said. They honored His Word. And when they honored His Word, His Word honored them. And they were cleansed. Glory to God. What were they believing in this whole time? His mercy, His goodness, His greatness, His love for them. And this is what they got shown. Amen? And, and they got shown this, this mercy in verse 15. And one of them, one of them, this is a this is good child. You've got to keep thinking like a child. Okay? The other nine were not thinking like a child. You know, a lot of people say, oh, children, they just take... No, good children do not. Good children are very thankful for everything they're given especially when they ask in this manner people say i don't know you got to teach your kid to be thankful this is a good way to start then give them something like this well you give them every chance to be thankful if you give them healing amen and 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 one of them when he saw he was healed turned back this is a key to healing guys this isn't just a key to healing to this story that that says you need to be thankful for what you got. This is a key to restoration. Sickness steals from you. It steals time. It steals money. In his case, it stole body parts. Right? Stole his life, his ability. Sickness is financial destruction in disguise. Right? But people who are thankful kids that are thankful. Remember? You say, how much of this you want? All all ten of them came up and they went like that. And they went back over here. And one of them said, and came back. Jesus said, how much you want? How much you want? And He grabbed all. He went and got whole. Glory to God. He got all that God had for Him. The rest of them, they were happy with what they had, but they could have had more. Glory to God. That's what God wants for us tonight. That's what He wants for us tonight. Guys, God showed me a specific way to do this tonight, and we're going to do it exactly the way I saw it. Everybody just remain seated. Close your Bibles and bow your heads. God wants to heal every person in this room tonight that's dealing with any type of sickness or disease. He's, he's here to heal them. I don't care if you, if you got, like I said, a sore toe. He wants your toe to be unsore. Amen? But we're going to renew our minds. We've been renewing them all night. Huh? We're thinking like kids now. He's just wonderful. You're going to the Father. Close your eyes. Get, get, get this vision. Get this vision. You're going to the Father. You're going to the Father. The good Father. The wonderful Father. The Father of all things that knows you inside and out. He created you. He created you whole. He created you piece by piece, cell by cell, to be who you are today. He created you to live a long and a prosperous life. He created you to live a well life. And he sent Jesus Christ to ensure that you could have healing in your body, that you could have salvation for your soul, that you could have prosperity and, and healing in your mind, that you could have the things of God. And all we have to do is like that little child. Because Jesus tonight's saying, How much you want? How much you want? How much? can you believe me for? So tonight, we're all going to pray a prayer together with our heads bowed. Just stay right in your seats. We're going to pray a prayer together. And whatever you can ask for, whatever you have faith for, every person that we looked at tonight that was healed had faith to ask for what they asked for. So whatever you can ask for tonight, ask for it. Ask for it. Everybody together. Father God, You are wonderful. I know Your goodness. I've experienced Your love. You have been good to me all the days of my life. And You've given unto me every good and perfect gift. Father, I ask tonight for healing in my body. Now you ask for whatever part, whatever you want tonight. When I say this, Father, I'm asking you for, you answer, okay? Everybody with me. Father, I'm asking you for healing in my... Now you ask doesn't have to be loud, but you have to ask the Father. I want healing in my knees. I want healing in my heart. I don't have to have diabetes. My ankles can be strong. My my liver can perform properly. My my kidneys will always work. My joints are not sore. Father, heal me. Father, you ask. You ask the Father. You're His children. Ask for what you will, and you'll have it. And you'll have it. He's healing people right now. Every person that's asked Him so far. Some haven't asked yet. Bring your childlike faith in and ask. Bring your childlike faith and ask. Ask for something that you don't need if you don't think you need anything so you can give it to somebody else ask god for something he's doing miracles in this room tonight ask him. ask him ask him ask him ask him and as people are healed one one came back one came back and he thanked the lord and he worshiped him, and he fell down on his knees before him. As you receive your healing tonight, as you know in your heart, you know in your body that you've been healed, that things are different, that you've changed. That means if you couldn't walk, you can walk. Nobody's got to help you down here. If you couldn't walk, you can walk now. This altar is open to come and thank the Father. As you're healed, come forward and thank him. Receive your restoration. Receive your renewal. Receive your wholeness. Don't be too proud to come down here. As you're healed, as you know you're healed, come and thank Him. God showed me to do it this way, so I know people are getting healed, and I know people are coming forward. In Sarasota, same thing. Watching online, come to your TV. Kneel down before your TV. Give Him praise. Give Him glory for healing your body. As you know He's healed you, as you know things have happened in your body right now, come down and kneel before Him and worship Him and thank Him. And and you'll not just receive the healing, but you'll receive the restoration of everything that the devil's tried to steal from you. Every moment of time, every dollar in your wallet, every part. Come down as you're healed. Come in in Sarasota. Come forward as you're healed. You're not coming to me. You're not coming to somebody standing up front. You're coming to worship the Father because you've been healed. Everybody that's been healed, thank Him. Thank Him. Thank Him. Because He's healing bodies. He's He's restoring minds. He's bringing back those things that were lost. He's bringing feeling back to hands that had lost feeling. He's bringing strength back to legs that couldn't run. He's bringing financial destruction, people out of it in Jesus' name. Bringing back their finances. Thank Him. Thank Him. Praise Him. Worship Him. Worship Him. He's your good father.